0: 38 Sioux Indian chiefs were hung. It had a big effect on me, and I resolved to work for peace. My father led us regularly in prayer. He preached with great emotion against the evils of alcohol. The Sabbath had to be kept as a holy day, all other days were for hard work. At the age of 13, I commenced work. In my uncle's drugstore. That sparked my interest in chemistry. My job was to compile the medicines from his prescriptions. In doing so, I learned a great deal. It led me to experiment with new compounds. My uncle also took me with him on medical rounds. That is how I gained some medical skills, mainly dressing wounds and mending fractures. Such visits could be dangerous if the Indians saw us. In my spare time, I experimented with Invisible Ink, an entrepreneur in the making. In 1869, age 16, I placed an advert in the Garden City Herald. Welcomes Invisible Ink, is what I called it. Lemon juice, for writing, was my first business product, albeit not one that would make my fortune. However, it gave me a focus and a desire to study. In due course, I got a job in Rochester and met Charles Mayo. On a visit to England, he worked with John Dalton. He was a celebrated chemist, meteorologist, and physicist. Dalton's great research enabled him to establish atomic weights for drugs. Mayo explained the system, as it helped measure drug dosage. My success in later life I owe to Dr. William Waddell Mayo. He also helped me train as a chemist in Chicago and Philadelphia. In the latter city, I met Silas Burroughs, a sales representative he became a friend and we spent time discussing common interests both the training and the meeting were to prove invaluable in my career on graduation i worked in new york for two chemical companies one day i was called to the manager's office we we're organizing a research expedition to find new herbs he said where to i asked soon he had persuaded me to go to Ecuador. The aim was to find out how the Indians used herbs and chemicals. As a 23-year-old, I saw it as a great challenge. That decision changed my life. We sailed for many weeks around South America, arriving in June 1877 at Guayaquil. We took a steamboat to Pueblo Nuevo. There, we hired local Indians to help us. It was rough country, and the journey was tough. Climbing the mountains, we searched for a miraculous plant. Sun bleached human skulls lay below in the rocky chasms, deadly warning signs. For many visitors, it had been a one way trip. Into the deep and dark rainforests we went. Eventually, we reached a plateau and a place to rest, but not for long. The Cascarillos soon found the magical tree bark. It came from the Chinchona shrub, and they were soon cut down. Loading up the men and mules, we set forth down the mountains, clinging to the edge of the crumbling paths to avoid death in the ravines, even more precarious with the heavy weights being carried. The precious bark could be used to produce quinine. That was the main way in which we could treat malaria. It was a nerve-wracking journey through the wilderness to Geokil. From that port,